In today's episode of the Motorhome Matt podcast, there's a new brand sweeping into the UK. And we answer your questions on getting safe water, transferring lifetime subscriptions, and the ability to drive vehicles up to 4250 kilograms. Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. We've got industry insights, expert advice from the world of motorhomes, caravans and campervans. And it's brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Now make sure you follow on your favourite podcast app and subscribe too on YouTube, which is sponsored by arabasecreative.co.uk. Straight into it then, Matt. It's a brand new year. 2024 is here. I'm so Already. excited. And one more day towards my... My old age pension. <laughs> You've already retired. I'm retiring early, yeah. I'm only 25, you have to understand. <laughs> it's not too late to prep for winter, is it? And our product of no. the week in a brand new year is a free guide to winterise your motorhome. How do people get hold of that one then, Matt? Really easily. Go to thatleisureshop.com forward slash winter, where all we ask for is your first name and your email address. And we will email you the free guide. It's like an e-book and it has a checklist at the back, which you can print off and tick off as you get your motorhome or caravan winter ready. Uh, and there's a video as well of me doing the whole process. So you can sit and indulge yourself in that. And I'll talk you through how to prepare it for winter. Let's talk about a European brand growing in the UK. They see an opportunity. And the great thing is, is they're delivering uh, new motorhomes at a lower price point. Uh, can you explain then, Matt? Yeah, so this brand is called Etrusco. It's spelt with a V in their branding. So E-T-R-V-S-C-O. Etrusco. A bit like Bulgari. Do you yeah. know that brand, the jewellery brand? I do know Bulgari. You know, if you go to New York and you want to pass as somebody from Brooklyn, yeah. you just replace all the R's with a V. So you come from Brooklyn. It's true. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's true. Okay, well, I will make a note of that okay. next time I'm in, in New York. Why would I want to pretend I'm from Brooklyn? Well, you never know. You might have to stay over there. It's cheaper hotels. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, they let you in. Yeah. Okay, I'll, pre- I'll bear that in mind. Thank you very much. Well, anyway, Etrusco. Etrusco, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they are not from Brooklyn. They are actually a German company owned by the Heimer Group, and they are built in Tuscany at a factory that Heimer now own, uh, where Leica built so another favorite motown brand of mine i went to the original leica factory uh, and it is incredible there's a uh, roman well in reception there's a recreated uh, roman ruin outside the factory hope you didn't stand still for too long <laughs> why yeah <laughs> talking, of ru- talking of ruins <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't and but they found this underground when they when they were building the factory they actually excavated this roman ruin and they're in they're in Tuscany, so of course they found some Roman ruins, and they lifted them brick by brick and recreated it at the side of the factory. How cool is that? Fantastic. Yeah, so anyway, this is where the Etrusco brand is built, and where their motorhomes and vans, camper vans, are assembled. Uh, and they're here in the UK. Now, they've been here for a few years, and they've had a pretty small representation in the UK. But I've seen them grow, and I know more and more people who've bought them uh, and have been very taken with them. And I have to say, I was very impressed too. The pricing is the key thing. What's interesting is they've launched a range of motorhomes, which you know are 
on the current landscape, a very reasonable kind of 60-odd grand. Only 60-odd grand? <laughs> Only a few years ago, that was 50, wasn't it, Matt? Well, probably. Yeah, that's true. But the landscape has changed, hasn't it? The market's changed. Things have gone up by 20%, 30%. And Etrusco are building what I think is a really good quality motorhome and have priced it at a very low entry point in the market. So it's a, a premium-style motorhome. So the fixtures and, and fittings, it's not orange crates. It's the proper stuff, is it? <laughs> it's not orange crates. Orange crates? <laughs> what kind of motorhome have you got? Well, it's been built in Tuscany, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I see. No, it's beautiful. No, and, and they are incredibly well made. And at a really good price point and what's interesting though is dealer network is growing so it's all it's all very well and good buying a motorhome where there's one or two dealers in the uk but if they're not close to home and you've got a problem that's a real inconvenience if you've got to take it back so uh, what's interesting is we're seeing their dealer network grow and they're very focused on growing and scaling their representation in the uk uh, i went out to germany to caravan salon which is a huge show in europe uh, in dusseldorf and we went on to the etrusco stand because i was genuinely interested and i bumped into a guy called christian strebel who i'd known for 10 years he was very senior at Deathlefts, which is another German motorhome and caravan manufacturer. Uh, and Christian is now the MD of Etrusco. So we were chatting and we arranged to meet up in Birmingham uh, at last year's motorhome and car- Last year, I said that. You did. Yeah, blimey. It, it was last year. It was last October, last year. Blimey. Anyway, Christian agreed to meet up and have a chat and have a wander around the Etrusco product range that they had there. And I was intrigued to find out some more. I'm here on the Etrusco stand, which is a brand that's relatively new to the UK with its MD, Kristen Striebel. Now, we last met when you were within the Heimer Group at Deathlefts and Sunlight. That was some years ago, wasn't it? Yes, that must be like 10 years ago. Kristen, tell us a bit about the name Etrusco. Where does it come from? Yeah, the Etrusco brand is owned by the Heimer Group and founded by the Heimer Group, based on the old folk, the Etruscans. They were living like 2,000 years ago in the Tuscany, where we produce all our motorhomes. And yeah, there we have the brand from. So the Etruscan people, now they were 2,000 years ago, you say? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's very, it's very interesting because they traveled a lot. They were very innovative and proud for, for the results, for the houses and, and so on. And this is quite a good match to our motorhome brand. So this brand is built in Tuscany at the Ermin Heimer factory where Leica is built as well. That's right, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. That's the brand new or one of the brand new factories from the Heimer Group in the middle of the beautiful Tuscany or uh, in the middle of the Chianti. Maybe you know the famous wine. And yeah, this is our base. I was privileged to go to the Leica factory when it was the Leica factory. Mm. And it is a stunning part of the world, I have Mm. to say. Now, how long has Etrusco been in the UK? Yeah, we are here since uh, three, four years, more or less. But uh, because of COVID, we have some, how can I say, uh, troubles. But now we are here. We are very happy. It's it's a very, very nice product, I have to say. And the big thing is the price. They're really keenly priced. Mm. It's incredible. And the build quality, I know, is superb coming out of the factory in Tuscany will be very good but tell me your dealer network is growing in the UK you have is it currently five dealerships in the UK yes absolutely we have uh, or we have one in Ireland and then we have uh, four more in in the UK and yeah we are looking for further uh, increasement and but we had some good discussions a lot of dealers uh, were on our booth today and we are looking forward to some more corporations I'm not surprised. Christian, thank you for taking the time out from your meetings to speak to me. It's great to see you again, and I love the product. Well done. Thank you, Matt. See you soon. 
I'm joined by Sandra, who's the product manager for Etrusco, so has real in-depth knowledge of the whole product range that Etrusco build. And we're here in front of what is a new model for this year with some new decals uh, and some new features. It's the T5900FB. Sandra, tell us a little bit more about it. What's special about this motorhome? So what is very nice with this motorhome, it's a semi-integrated. So we have a total width of 2 meter 32 and we have only a total length of 6 meters. So right. that is why we have it at 5,900 and with the French bed in the rear. So a very unique layout for our product range. Yes, yeah, so a French bed is a double bed with the corner cut off. It is 2.32 meters wide, is that right? Yes, that's right. So it's coach built. Uh, it's a two berth is an option with a single drop down bed as well. Yes, as well, so that you get three berths. Yeah, and what's new about it for this year? So we have the new external graphics, so all black with the new black alloy wheels as optional, and also with the black awning as optional, as well as we have created the complete selection right. for oh. this uh, layout, yes, for all our team model range. So in the last season we had the, we hadn't the complete selection now we can offer so it's like a chocolate box you get a lot of options and um, packs already included with a very nice price advantage so what's in the chocolate box what is the complete selection so you have the chassis pack the chassis design pack you have the comfort pack you have the multimedia pack you have the type x option so you get then the bright upholstery so-called emilia together mm-hmm. with the high gloss magnolia overhead lockers and you get oh, well, a lot of uh, further options like the framed windows outside you get also the insulated wastewater tank without the chocolate box yeah. this is under 60,000 pounds yeah. with all the options here it's just over 71,000 pounds mm-hmm. that's really good isn't it yeah that's really good by current standards that's a very affordable price yeah definitely it yeah. is and what interest have you had in it a lot here during the fair trade show, a lot of people were asking about the cell layout, especially, and a yeah. lot of visitors were inside. It's unusual to see a French bed in a motorhome this short, isn't it, I would say? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. And if I order one with a manual gearbox, when would I get it? Yeah, well, about summer. It's but July 24. Yes. More and the automatic gearbox would come when? Uh, it uh, has a longer lead time, so it's more difficult to say when it will yeah. come. Yeah. Are you able to give any indication at all? Uh, well, when we order them, then we get the order confirmation and then okay. we can have um, more uh, detailed information about the lead time. However, all our dealers in the UK give, can give a further detailed information because some have them already on pre-order. Sandra, thank you very much for giving us a bit of an unpack of your box of chocolates. <laughs> in this really lovely little motorhome. It's a great layout. I love a French bed. Uh, and the fact you've got a single bed option as well, I love that too. That's Christian Striebel, the MD at Etrusco, and also Sandra Marinaro. She's the product manager at Etrusco. So there you go, Matt. Uh, if you can knock ten or £15,000 off an equivalent motorhome, they're going to pick up the business, aren't they? They may well do. And what will be interesting is to see how other manufacturers respond to their apparent growth here in the UK uh, and across Europe actually uh, and whether we see other brands launching a product range like this I mean the van conversion they had with the pop roof was really good the coach builds are great as well while I was on the stand I was talking to a number of visitors to the show and it was interesting to see a lot of hire companies looking at them as well there were people there I recognised a couple uh, from a motorhome hire operator and they were considering putting a Trusco motorhomes on their fleet simply because of the quality and the price so it would be interesting to see how other manufacturers react to 
that and whether they will start competing at the price range that Trusco has sat at. I suppose we put off a lot of European manufacturers, what with the whole Brexit uh, thing. Are they coming Ooh. back into the UK? The B word. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, absolutely. We're a golden opportunity here. We've got money to spend. Uh, and, and we've seen European manufacturers actually buying British business. I mean, Euro- European manufacturers have actually been buying British motorhome dealers. So there's a number now that have sold to a European uh, host. Uh, Trigano Group uh, are massive in Europe uh, and have been buying up uh, British manufacturers, British dealers. Etrusco are part of Heimer Group, Erwin Heimer Group, the German beast, and they are increasingly having a presence here in Britain. So, yeah, it's interesting to see how things are evolving here. There is a lot of money floating around in Europe and Britain increasingly is a, is a very cost-effective option for a European uh, you know, manufacturer looking to scale. Particularly if they're delivering at lower prices. You say the price is affordable, but still sixty six to £71,000, that is a lot of money. It is a lot of money, yeah. And we have spoken with finance companies about how they're helping the consumer make that more affordable. Uh, so they're extending their repayment term because when you're financing, it's all about the monthly payment, isn't it? So trying to keep that down. Uh, but it's interesting. I think I mentioned this before. We, friends of ours came to the show last year in October and they were sat in a uh, van conversion a camper van conversion it was £77,000 and they said oh look this one's only £77,000 and then burst out laughing realising what they just said and it was interesting how they had normalised this kind of new price and we're seeing it here people coming in say well I've only got 40 50 grand to spend you think only yeah. you know so it's interesting how things have evolved and of course that's happened all over time isn't it you know we hark back to the 1960s when our three bed semi cost us 2000 pounds was before I was born uh, you know and now they're half a million quid so it's, it's just economics, I guess. I suppose so, yeah. And what about the lead times, though? Because it doesn't matter how much or how cheaper, much cheaper they yeah. are. You know, if you place the order and you don't see the, the uh, motorhome for a couple of years, then it doesn't matter really how much money you are or aren't no. spending because you're not going to be going, able to go out on any holidays, are you? Yeah, that's very true. So if you ordered back in October, you would get it summer 24. That's the expected lead time. Now that so it's could nine months ish. Yeah, mm. yeah. Now that's longer than it used to be. Now mm. the reason the show it was historically in October is because that's where the savvy would order the new models that would then come in and arrive in February March, and that's why there was another show in February March because it's the beginning of the season. All the part exchanges arrive, so there's an uplift in footfall in all the dealerships as the new models come in, and that generates the part exchanges. So those are the two peaks in motorhome sales typically in our year. That's changed over the last few years. It's levelled out a little bit. But you know, typically, if you ordered in October, it would be you get it in March. But no, not now. It's going to be nine plus months. Mm. If you want a manual gearbox, if you want an automatic gearbox, no one could tell me. Now, I actually saw at the show in Etrusco, funnily enough, right-hand drive automatic Fiat Ducato. I took a picture of it. (laughs) I found one. There's one here. Uh, And it's in a video we've done as well. Automatic, no one could tell me. No one would commit. So Stellantis Group, particularly if it's on a Fiat or Peugeot or Citroën, there seems to be a lot of vagary around when that will come. 
if it will even come. So Ford, different, slightly different story. You know, they've got much better supply, uh, but Etrusco aren't building on Ford at this point in time. Anyway, we'll see if they start doing it. I'm sure they will. I, I don't know that they will, but they, I'm sure that that will have to happen if they want to continue to supply the vehicles. But the key is, if you order it today, having heard this podcast, you're not going to get it until at the earliest October uh, this year. At the earliest, yeah. And of course, that then depends what the dealer. Uh, what chassis they've ordered and how they've been allocated so they may not get another delivery until next march or april so if you order it now it could be over a year and that's where a great hire company comes in isn't it <laughs> you can have your holiday well we do that's very true actually that's been an interesting observation that we've had is that we're seeing people hiring a motorhome because they want to go they don't want to wait so they are hiring something whilst they wait for theirs to arrive and you know i just hope that they, they don't have a change of heart on the one they bought i think i wish we'd bought one like this this is better but that's their risk i suppose so we'll keep an eye on Etrusco for you here on the Motorhome Map podcast. And, uh, of course, your views are always uh, required. If you've got one, even better, to give us a review. Yeah, I have spoken to a number of Etrusco owners, and they're all really, really happy, it seems. So uh, I've not been away in one. If you're listening and you've got one and you're a dealer, uh, I'd be happy to get a genuine insight into what it's like to go away in. I've only spent time sat in them at the shows. Uh, but I was impressed. And the thing that impressed me most as well is the fact that a European brand as we say, is investing in the UK market. They see us as a very viable audience for their product, and I love that. And the more choice that comes here, the better. If you ever get a chance to go to the Germany show, Caravan Salon in Dusseldorf, the product range is immense. And it's incredible to see how many motems there are in manufacturers that exist here, but they have you know, tens of models that we don't see in the UK. So having a, a greater variety and a greater choice has to be a good thing, and has to be a good thing for the price as well. It's the Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. And it's brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. It's time for our Q&A, our questions and answers uh, in this particular episode. And first of all, Richard Mason has been in touch. I'm Richard, a new to motorhoming. What are the basic requirements of getting safe water for us to drink in Europe? short and sweet unlike his water by the sounds of it i think we can go abroad <laughs> these days and not have to worry about the toilets and the water can't we matt probably yeah although it depends where it comes from isn't it that's the thing if it says non potable then don't drink it, it means don't drink it yeah. not drinking water and there are regularly taps on the continent particularly on airs where they are not for drinking water they are for you know other purposes washing the dog or whatever um so always be mindful of that sign i'd always look at it as well um and if it looks green don't drink it but usually the water that you can drink the tap is labeled potable or potable as we would say it as we would say it. yeah Go on, give it your best french potable very good. So, as uh, a lot of Europeans uh, do buy uh, bottled water, they do uh, for home use, uh, and then they use the water from the tap for, say, cooking in. But if you are nervous about it, you can get some little tablets, can't you? That you can yeah. So, in. there's product like PuraClean, which will clean your fresh water down. I know loads of Brits that will only drink bottled water; they won't drink out of the motorhome. You know, people say it tastes funny. Uh, they don't want water that's come into contact with plastic for health reasons. So, you know, that may be a choice you've made not to drink from your motorhome but in terms of european sourcing it then you know if it says it's drinkable then obviously by human standards it would be if you're not sure then bottled water is so cheap to buy isn't it 
Andy Lumley has been in touch. How can a lifetime subscription that is with you not be transferred to your next motorhome? What's he talking about there, <laughs> Okay. So Andy is talking about a tracker subscription specifically with global telemetrics now we use this company uh, on our hire fleet we have the smart track trackers on our motomes uh, and it's managed by global telemetrics so so just for people who don't know what this yep. is a tracker is a device which is inside the vehicle and it can be tracked by satellite yeah they're hidden in the vehicle and they're tracked using either satellite or the cellular network and then we can tell where it is and there's a whole load of what are called telemetrics so it reports its speed um, how long it's been driving and we have a calendar of where it's been um so we can we can track where a vehicle is so it's due back at two o'clock it's still in scotland at 11 o'clock it's going to be late um and that has happened and we've rung the customer and said um you're running a bit behind time we went uh uh no we're due back tomorrow like, no you're due back today uh, that's a true story yeah. uh, and bless them they drove through the night and were with us at half seven in the morning so we could get the next family on their holiday uh, <laughs> i'll never forget that uh, but what specifically what andy is talking about is global telemetrics now they offer a one-year subscription a two-year subscription a three-year subscription and a lifetime subscription and they advertise the fact you can take the tracker off a vehicle and move it but I checked with them and it would seem that you can't do that if you have lifetime subscription. So you can't move the tracker from the vehicle to another vehicle. But, but you can you sell it then to somebody else with and a, a lifetime dis- subscription? No. So it's lifetime ownership. The lifetime of your ownership, not of the vehicle. The lifetime of your ownership of the vehicle. Yeah, but yours personally. <clears throat> yes, but, quite. But if you sell it yeah. to somebody else, the vehicle might go no. on for another 10 years, but that lifetime... They have to take their own subscription. subscription. Now, in the hire business, we take yearly subscriptions, which cost more money, £299 a year, I think, something of that order. Uh, And we just pay that every year because we get all the flexibility then of turning them off. um, And if if a... piece of hardware some of the hardware we're running is eight or ten years old you know it starts to play up or it doesn't always report we can just send it back and get a replacement and then the subscription you know isn't we're not lifetime subscription or a long term of subscription being wasted but when you sell the vehicle you can sell it with the tracker on you could take and then the new buyer has to take out their own subscription or you can take the tracker off and put it on your next motome. That's a big benefit of these tracking companies. But with Global Telemetrics specifically, which is Andy's tracker, he has a lifetime subscription. He can't transfer it. That's why. So the answer to his question, how can a lifetime subscription that is with you not be transferred to your next motome? And the answer is because that's what the company decides. And yeah, that's what it is. And it's a condition of lifetime subscription. So really, Andy, you'd be better off taking an annual subscription or a short term subscription up to three years and then you can transfer the tracker. Ian Johnston's in Alfreton. Very interesting listening about the future of electric powered motorhomes, he says. Especially interested to hear that the derogation for vehicles up to 4,250 kilos to be driven on a B licence was being extended to a AFV motorhomes. AFV, what does that mean? Alternative fueled vehicles. Ah, should we take it that the idea that all motorhomes up to 4250 kilos, including diesel, might be included in such a derogation <laughs> is now dead in the water? If so, we must surely assume that the limit of 4250 has nothing at all to do with competence or safety, but is merely another facet of the green agenda. Ian, Ian. you are sounding <laughs> so cynical. Love it. Unravel that for me. 
please, Matt. <laughs> okay, so last October, last year, uh, the an, a, a decision was taken by Parliament that if your vehicle is non-fossil fuel, so zero emission, right, so electric, let's go with that, or hydrogen or nitrogen, doesn't matter what it is. Rubber band. It could be, yeah, yeah blue tack. It can be driven on a B licence weighing up to 4,250. So at the moment, a B licence, you only drive three and a half tonne. Yeah, that was being extended by 750 kilos to allow for battery weight and uh, thus payload, so the ability to carry something. Because batteries weigh a lot. More, exactly. Mm. Now, what's interesting is as sodium batteries come online and other types of fuel come online, uh, hydrogen specifically, they weigh less. So suddenly this derogation, which is the, the word for reclassification, if you like, uh, would suddenly, that vehicle would have a massive payload. But Ian is right, it does not apply to diesel vehicles. And it is not about safety or competence. When it was first introduced, there was a bit of training that you had to do, driving around a car park, and you had to sort of tick some boxes. It was classroom-based, and you know there was some sort of training. I don't know the detail of the training, but it was a bit pointless, and it was written off as a waste of time. And it was just a case of, you can drive up to 4250 because this is an EV-powered engine you know, if you like battery plant will it go to diesels honestly why would it i don't think it will because ultimately we are going to be encouraged to get out of our fossil fuel burning emission generating vehicle and into something else and that will be done by making the something else more attractive and a higher payload is one of the many ways they'll do that diesel will go up in price we heard from paul kirby didn't we a few weeks ago uh recorded back at the show last october that diesel purchase prices are going to go up. So diesel vans are going up in price. And he talked about price parity, so the matching the price of EVs. Uh, and increasingly ULES. So Euro 7 is coming. Low emission zones, we won't be permitted into those zones without paying a premium to do it. All these reasons will be in play to get us out of our diesel vehicle and into something else. But not yet. It started, hasn't it? I mean, look at diesel now versus unleaded. It's like 20-odd P a litre difference. I paid 163.9 the other day, and unleaded was 141. So, you know, it wasn't that long ago that diesel was a lot cheaper, wasn't it, than unleaded? Well, it wasn't that long ago. 25 years of the government was saying buy diesel, and they were well, yeah. making sure the fuel companies charged us less for it. And then all of a sudden, they're the dirtiest things in the world. So, uh, Ian, in answer yeah. to your question, yes, it is part of the green agenda, but that green agenda isn't necessarily a bad thing. Thanks for all your questions. How do people get in touch then, Matt? Really easily. Just go to mhmp.info forward slash ask Matt, where you can ask us a question. And I guarantee it isn't a daft question. If you're asking it, there will be 20 or 30 other people having the same question. So please ask it. Go to mhmp.info forward slash ask Matt. You can leave us a review at mhmp.info forward slash review. Motorhome Matt podcast mhmp.info forward slash review you say that every week i think we've got that now uh, well you might have but there might be somebody out there who hasn't okay. first time listeners welcome by the way well you're very welcome and make sure if you're watching on youtube or if you're not then go and check it out because often the content is longer and there's different content on youtube as well you can find us there at moto mac click the bell and click subscribe and our video content is sponsored by arabasecreative.co.uk and don't forget to share matt share with a friend mm. <laughs> Have you got any more friends lately? Me? No. no none. I have too much trouble. <laughs> and they cost too much. Yeah. Well, if you can share the podcast with at least one person, we'd be ever so grateful. Maybe they will learn something and be entertained just a little bit too. 
Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com.